hello to you, good sir. (laughs) (laughs) And hello to you, good ma'am. And another hello to you, other good person. This is another episode of Thanks for Participating. Is that from something? That is from me saying it just barely. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did it catch you off guard? Yeah. It was very aggressive. Good day, sir. (laughs) I said good day. That's uh, uh, from Willy Wonka. When he's like, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Is that from the original or the Johnny the Depp? Gene Wilder one. Okay. That's the only one I've seen, but it's been so long. I don't remember any the, of it. It's the very ending when Charlie and his grandpa are the only ones left. Babe, I'm telling you. I just remember that I've seen it. Like, I remember watching it in my best friend's basement with her when we were, like, eight. But I cannot tell you a single thing that happens in that movie. That probably means we should cover it on this podcast. (laughs) I love that movie. Okay, back to the intro. This is another episode of Thanks for Participating. Start of a new season, maybe. Maybe. Let's see how the semester goes. (laughs) (laughs) And I am your host, Josh. And I'm your other host, Sydney. Together, we're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heck yes, we are. (laughs) Okay. Uh, For any new listeners out there, this is the podcast where Sydney and I introduce each other to things that one of us has experienced, but the other has not before. And then we experience it together for the first time, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Yep. That might have been the most succinct way that I've described the premise of this show. I know. I always feel like we get to the premise and we just like stumble over it because we're not sure how to say it. It's been two years and we don't even know how to describe what this show is. Yes, that is true. And this is a special reflection episode. You know those episodes of TV you watch where it would just be like a clip show, like clips from like the previous seasons. Like the, the women tell all episode of The Bachelor? Um, you could say that. The after the final rose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You never really watched a ton of TV, but like it is like this thing that they do in sitcoms or just in like TV sometimes where they'll just have one episode that's like a clip show. Like I, I know they did it in The Office. They did it in The Cosby Show. Um, I mean, it was really common back in like the older uh, shows. I think it's become less common now, but um, where they just they come up with some idea like some premise for them to be like thinking back on all the things that have happened and so like with the office it was um the company being bought out and some guy coming in and like doing an audit or something of the company and he's like okay well are there like any liabilities and they think back to all the crazy things they do and then they're like no (laughs) (laughs) okay so what would the premise be in canon for why we are recording this episode for why we're reflecting back to the past two years. We are, the thing that we are participating in today is the podcast. Oh, I was thinking like fictional, we're marooned on an island and the only way to get off is to think, I don't know. Well, it, well, it sounds like you have better ideas than me. So, uh, so, so what's yours? So there's a pirate and his name is Long John Silver. Is this and just because you watch Treasure Planet? <laughs> maybe. It's definitely not wholly uninfluenced by that, <laughs> by the fact that I watched Treasure Planet last night. That was the first time I'd ever seen Treasure Planet. And your thoughts? I was in and out the whole time. It was pretty good, I think. All right. That's the closest I think we'll ever come to making an episode on that movie. Yep. 
Okay. To be honest, I was um, looking through my parents' house for their cat because I wanted to hold him. So. Well, the not canon in-universe explanation, but the -the behind-the-scenes explanation for why we wanted to make this episode was because right after we recorded and released our most recent episode, which was in November, we hit two years since we released our first episode of the podcast. We started in November of 2020, which at the time was only three months after we got married. Yeah, and we've been planning this episode for like several months, and this is us finally making it, so... Right, because... That was at the time Sid was wrapping up with finals, and then we had the holidays, and then I feel like we got sick, and then midterms, and so here we are in February. Recording studio was in there, too. That took up a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Ton of time with your band. Yep. Speaking of, just want to plug Sid's uh, band. They're uh, releasing a single uh, March 4th. Yeah. Is that when it goes public, too? I think it goes public on Thursday, Friday, maybe? Oh my gosh, I should know this. But uh, make sure that you pre-order. Are you guys doing pre-orders? <laughs> Pre-save? I don't think we are. Oh. We should. This is your captain speaking. I just wanted to make a quick interjection right here to let you know that Sydney is not very good at plugging the things that she works very hard on. Her band's new single, Atlas, is actually available to pre-save, and I will include the link to pre-save it in the episode description. Yeah, anyways. Okay, but... Listen to we it. We, to... we put a lot of time and effort into it, and I'm really proud of the way it turned out. So, But anyway, we wanted to record a episode. A episode? No, B episode. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't tutor reading and writing. <laughs> Oof. You sclounced me on that one. Scorched you. We, we had the idea to record a s- episode solely on... You did it again. What? It's an episode. You keep on saying a episode. <laughs> Well, I also don't know how to say abdenem. Abdenem. <laughs> I I can't say it the right way, no matter how hard I try. It's, you just found out the right way like two years ago. I think it was might have been on this podcast that yeah. you like, pointed out to me. Okay. We had the idea to record an episode. There you go. Just thinking back to the last two years of the podcast. The episodes that we've done, the things that we've introduced to each other, uh, just the nature of starting a podcast together and recording it and what we've learned and what we wish we could do differently. Things along those lines. All right. Let's jump into it. Do you want to ask me a question first or do you want me to ask you a question first? Um, I will ask you a question first. Okay. What was your favorite episode to record? Okay. How would I give you a top three? Oh, you have a top three. Maybe. I'm just, I'm pulling up our episode list right now. I don't feel like I could be able to narrow it down to one. Oh, I have one. Okay. Let me give you my top three. Um, I think that the HR Puff and Stuff episode was really, really fun to record just because I think it was the first time that we attempted to have in-studio guests. Yeah. In-studio being our <laughs> living room. Um, we had Mel and McKay. So we had four different people on three different mics and terrible acoustics. And I tried to make it work and I was really impressed with how well it did. But like, it was really, really fun to like watch the show, how crazy it was and then record an episode right after. And just, we felt like we were laughing the whole night. It was really hard to edit and I (laughs) am not really confident in the final product, but it was so much fun to have them down and record with them. Uh, I also really liked... Let's see. 
the Sharknado episode because I felt like that was that was the first time that you had introduced me to something that I didn't immediately enjoy. And what are you talking about? Part, part of the episode, I was like playing it up, dunking on it a uh, little bit in character, but I just felt like that one was like such a high energy back and forth between the two of us. Um, you loved Sharknado, okay? And if you say you didn't, we're going to have to get a divorce, so. Okay, and then um, my other favorite episode was the true crime episode that we did with CJ and Laurel, um, just because that one had one of the most thoughtful, intelligent conversations about the topic, and also ended up with a very polished and professional-sounding episode. Yeah, we're not... Uh, prone to thoughtful and intelligent conversations on this podcast. Especially with how late we usually record. Yeah, and are currently recording, so... Yep. Okay, what is your top episode? My favorite episode was Sharknado. Oh, really? Yeah, I just... I I love Sharknado for reasons that I already said on that episode, and I just enjoyed ribbing you about it, so... Okay, what was your least favorite episode? My least favorite episode? Um, okay, I don't know if this one counts, because I don't think we ever released it. But there was one where we just sat down to start recording. I think it was Star Wars. That would have been our second episode. It would have been. And we sat down to record it, and we were just so grumpy at each other. And, like, at least I was grumpy at you. I don't know. <laughs> I got, I, I think I got grumpy, and that's why I, like, asked if we could stop. Because I feel like... That was also really late, and we... We hadn't mastered the punchiness yet. But also, we were trying to record about a topic about Star Wars, and we were going to do it over three movies, and we hadn't watched any of the movies recently, and we didn't really know what to talk about. And I kept asking you questions, and you kept giving me one-word answers. And I was like, this is not good podcasting. I don't remember doing that on purpose, but no. I think... Yeah, I just think kind of what you said where like we came to it unprepared and we weren't ready to like talk about it and so it just i mean there's a reason why it's unreleased so <laughs> not only unreleased unsaved i didn't even save those five <laughs> minutes that we started yeah all right you heard it it's gone forever you can never have it what about you did you have a least favorite oh by far my least favorite episodes was episode number one two three four <laughs> Five. Episode number five. Let's talk concerts again, featuring Corbett Hansen. <laughs> yeah, it's because of my dad, isn't it? We I, had I get the it. worst guest you could possibly have on a podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He was great. He was so patient with us because if you haven't, if you're a new listener of the podcast and you haven't listened to that episode, we had to record that three times. <laughs> we recorded it once and uh, immediately after recording, I went to get a drink or something, and then I came back, and my laptop had shut off, and it didn't save, like, the whole, like, all of our, any of our audio. And, and so then we waited a couple weeks, and then we asked your dad to come on again, and we recorded the exact same conversation over again. This time, I hit save, and I, and then as I was editing to get halfway through, my laptop just crashed. And then it was the blue screen of death or whatever. And when it finally rebooted, it was gone. It had just corrupted all the audio and it was unusable. 
Yeah, we like tried taking it to Best Buy and and they told us, oh yeah, we could fix that for like 70 bucks. And I was like, you know what? 70 bucks with the amount of emotional stress that this has caused Josh. Like, it's just worth it. Let's pay it. And then they're like, oh, it's 70 bucks for us to tell you that it's gone. Yeah. And then it's 200 plus to recover it. To run a recovery program that may or may not work. Right. And I was just like, no, there's no way. So then we brought your dad back on a third time <laughs> and recorded it again. I think the episode itself turned out like pretty good and it, it was fun to yeah. record with him. But we, we learned our lesson. So when we did our concerts part two episode, we did not invite your dad back. Yeah, he brought all the bad juju. So, oh, yeah. You know, like you're not allowed to say Macbeth. Uh, <laughs> You're not allowed to say Corbett. You're not allowed to say Macbeth like on in a theater. You're not allowed to like mention Corbett Hansen in the podcast studio. <laughs> what is one thing that I introduced you to that you were surprised that you liked? Oh, easy. Cross stitching. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is so interesting. This is probably easily the thing that you've introduced me f- to specifically for the podcast that I have enjoyed the most since you've introduced it to me too. Introduced to me. Which is funny because it was not necessarily the most fun episode to make. And it was also one of the, it was also probably the episode that I was most nervous to record. Because I don't, I think that was like the first episode, the maybe the only episode that we've done that was like a hobby. Oh wait, no, no, no. We did skiing, mm-hmm. which is kind of a hobby activity. But I just, I was really nervous to try to record a lengthy episode on needlepoint artwork i was like how are we gonna like how is this gonna be interesting for a listener i don't even know what to talk about but you are like really into it now like probably more into it than i am because you were always like hey sid i like found this new technique online about how to park your stitches and stuff like that and you've got this huge project that you're working on yes uh since recording that episode i finished and like uh, the R2-D2 pattern that I had been working on for that whole year. And immediately I started a new one that was way more ambitious. Like the R2-D2 one only had like 12 different colors. This one has 90 different colors. That's nine zero for you folks at home. Uh, and it has, I think the other one only had like 5,000 stitches or 6,000 stitches or something. This one has 73,000 stitches. And... And it's like on way, I think the other one was 14 count fabric. This is like 22 or 25 count fabric. Yeah, but that was your choice. You could have done it bigger. And it's full coverage. But anyway, I was like so into it that like I have like since starting this second project, yeah, I've learned so many new stitching techniques, like how to start and stop your thread without knots, um, how to stitch multiple colors at the same time. So you're not constantly switching how to use, you know, different tools and resources to like I use a different software that I found out about, about like um, mapping your progress and different like tools for the actual sewing on the fabric. And I even joined a cross-stitch Facebook group and a cross-stitching subreddit. I'm just like, I'm all in. Like, I don't expect this, like me to get tired of this anytime soon. Yeah, Um I mean, I love cross-stitching, but I think you've surpassed me on that, which has been surprising to me, too. I should post a picture on the podcast Instagram. I posted, like, on my personal Instagram story quite a bit of, like, the progress of this project, but maybe I should 
post an update. Oh, you have to. I'm about a fourth of the way done-ish uh, on this new project, which is the, the project is the Carina Nebula Cosmic Cliffs, uh, which was one of the first images released by the James Webb Space Telescope last summer. And how many months have you been working on this? Um, almost every day since September. Yep. It is intense. Uh, my original goal was to finish within a year, but I think it's going to be more likely to be a year and a half. Still impressive. It's turning out really cool. Okay, back at you. What has been your favorite thing that I have introduced you to? I asked you what was the most surprising thing Oh, that you liked. Okay, back at you. What has been the most surprising thing that I've introduced you to? I think the one that I was surprised the most that I liked was Haunted Houses. Um, because I hate chainsaws. And like... Chainsaws aren't vibes. No, they're not. And <laughs> I, I just get like really stressed out like about those kinds of things. And it just like the day we went to the Haunted House, it just ruined my entire day. Like the whole day I was stressing about it and like thinking about it. And then it really like wasn't that bad. And I actually kind of enjoyed, like, the rest of the haunted house and, like, the ambiance and stuff. And I was like, well, if that's, like, all the chainsaw is and I can just, like, run out of the room or whatever, like, in the last room, like, this is actually kind of fun. And I think if I went back through the haunted house, knowing what I know about, like, the chainsaw at the end, I would enjoy it a lot more than I did that first time. Sweet. Should we do it again this October? Sure. Nice. Okay, here's the question. What was your intention or what made you want to start a podcast back in 2020? To be honest, I was never really motivated to start the podcast. I think you were really into it and I just like spending time with you. And you thought that that was a way that we could spend time together. And so I was like down to do it. Um, But now that we've started it, it's actually like really fun to record with you. And I'm glad that we did that. But, but yeah, I, to be honest, I don't really say like, or I don't really feel like I could say that I wanted to start a podcast in the beginning because I was like kind of indifferent. Okay. What about you? I first and foremost wanted to come up with an idea of something that we could do together. Uh, and I floated around a couple of ideas. Starting a podcast was one of them. Starting like a vlog was another one. Just uh, getting really into art and like making art together in some form was another idea. Uh, maybe even starting a business. And to me, the podcast just seemed like the least amount of work, <laughs> which it's a lot of work, uh, more work than I anticipated. But even in hindsight, I think we, I made the right decision in the podcast being the least amount of work. Um but then the, the what also convinced me into making the podcast was I thought that it would hold more personal and sentimental value in later years, especially if we do it in the early days of our marriage, having conversations between the two of us documented for us to listen to again years down the road for our children and grandchildren to listen to. I just feel like that is invaluable. And so that was one of the things that I was really uh, kind of really sold me on the idea. So I'm going to hit you with a deep question now. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. In what ways have you seen us or you change and grow uh, since we started the podcast? Um, I feel like I have 
become more mindful and conscious of the way that I communicate with other people because of the practice that I have experienced while podcasting. This doesn't have to be like necessarily related to the podcast. I, this is just I mean, one it can be, thing. but I, yeah. I, have, I have a couple other okay. responses. But I remember the first few episodes, sometimes we'd get to the end of the recording and you would be frustrated with me because of the number of times that I cut you off. Like you would bring up something and I would just get excited about what you and what you're talking about and I'd want to contribute and I would want to show you how engaged I was in what you were saying and I would just talk over to you and it was not my intention to cut you off and not let you speak and I wasn't aware that I was doing it but as you've pointed that out and as we've continued to make episodes I have tried to be mindful of me doing that and I even catch myself doing those same things outside of the podcast zone <laughs> uh, talking with other people and I'm still not not great at it but you're but, a lot better yeah I I feel like having an excuse to have a mindful conversation and then having the opportunity to listen back to the conversation as I'm editing it and think back critically about the things that I'm saying the way that I'm saying it has changed the way that I communicate just in general in my day-to-day -day life what about you you know, I just, I feel like our lives are in a very different spot than they were when we first started this. And I think there are a lot of things that I could say. I feel like we've grown more into like the kind of person, the kind of people that we're going to be. And part of that is just our brains <laughs> developing, you know, we're still not 25 yet. So we still haven't like fully developed our brains yeah, um, my frontal lobe is only 98.3% developed, so. Oh, did you just pull that out of your butt, or did you actually know the number? I don't know. Oh. Okay. How, how old am I? 20, You're 24. 24. The same age as me. October, November, December, January, February. So, 24 and a third, so 24.3 divided by, is it, you're fully developed okay. at 25 or 26? Um, I've always heard 25. Okay, it's actually 97.2%. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like part of it is just like we are, like we did get married young and we are kind of growing up together in the sense that like we're really um, exploring adulthood. But I feel like that our relationship has given us, uh, like since we started the podcast, we've really learned what it means to be married and we've grown to trust each other. And I feel like at the beginning of our marriage, like I was always going to my parents with my problems, like I love my parents and I'm really close to them, but like I feel like we've learned to lean on each other more with uh, what we're going through, and I don't call my parents nearly as much as I used to. Yeah. Um. But I just I feel like you know we have grown together and we've really formed a partnership in ways that like we definitely weren't when we first started the podcast, but. Yeah, in a way, like this reflection episode, it's like since we started the podcast and like till now, the deeper through line is when we first got married till now. Right. Because we started the podcast right when we got married. Like we released our first episode after three months, but we were planning and developing the ideas before we got married. And then after we got married, it we were solidifying, getting the equipment necessary uh planning it uh 
up until we released our first episode. So it was uh, since we were engaged that this podcast has been in the works. Yeah. And so thinking back to the beginning, it's really just how have we grown as a couple or as individuals since we got married, either because of or surrounding doing a podcast together. I really feel like we've just become uh, like connected more so than we were before and united. And it's really kind of us against the world, you know, like I support you um, like when you're struggling with things and you support me and we've really just like we've grown to make like we're starting to make big career decisions together and everything. And I think we're just like growing more in unity. And it's really nice that you and I both have basically the same goals and everything's been so easy uh, for us as far as like decision making really, because, you know, when there's a hard decision to be made, I feel like I've brought stuff up with you and you're like, oh, I already made that decision. Like I've already uh, thought that like this was a good idea or something like that. You know, like you were already there before I got there. And yeah, I agree. (laughs) I don't know. That was a really long and like wordy and un- eloquent way to say that I just feel like our relationship's gotten a lot stronger. (laughs) I guess that's... uh, You can chop that up and edit it how you feel fit. I guess that's uh, one thing to say is, though I have become more conscious and mindful uh, and diligent about the way that I communicate, that doesn't necessarily mean that my communication has become more comprehensible. (laughs) I'm becoming better at... thinking about what I'm trying to say, but the actual things that I say is not improved. You could say that. <laughs> yeah, still not great at uh, this whole podcast thing. Ask us in uh, two years again about how we uh, have grown and improved, and then Josh will tell you that he is great at podcasting. Okay. What has been something that you enjoy that we haven't discussed yet? Or let me let me re- rephrase this question. Because you were indifferent uh, you said about starting the podcast, what has been something possibly surprising that you have come to enjoy about recording these episodes or preparing for the episodes or releasing them? I think I'm always surprised, like sitting down. I'm like, we are with each other all the time. And I tell you everything. And I don't know what else there is to like say to you. And I'm always surprised every time I sit down at how much we do end up talking uh, and how fun it is. And how much you like to bully me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a pastime of mine. Um, no, because like, I, I'm not gonna lie, the first like couple of episodes, like it really felt like a chore. And I was always like, super busy. And I like didn't want to go through it. But I think part of it is that like that you've gotten more like, you know what you're doing, as far as the sound goes. So the setup goes like a lot faster. But then like part of it too, is that like, it really just is fun to sit down. I also think that our enjoyment of the of the time that we spend actually sitting here recording has increased a lot since we changed our recording setup from being in the back room to being in our living room. That's true. Cause now I can sit on the couch. Yeah. The first couple episodes, we would sit in the unfinished bedroom underneath like the furnace and it, and it's dark in there. It's not great lighting. Well, it's not great lighting in here either, to be fair. Yeah, but it's better. <laughs> and um, and we had folding chairs that we would just angle together and we put our mics between us and we just like stare at each other and record. And it was all right. But then we had the idea, well, why don't we just bring, we, why don't we buy mic 
stand like boom arm stands and bring it into the living room and then just sit on the couches on opposite sides of the room and then just lounge. And so we're way more comfortable this way. Yeah, it's more like we're just having a conversation after we both got home from work and school and stuff. Yeah, we're just chillaxing. Yeah, boy. Talking about our day. (laughs) How was your day, babe? Pretty decent. Well, I guess we went grocery shopping together and we kind of got to talk. Um, I just feel like we never see each other anymore. Yeah, because uh, you're on campus till super late most days. Well, so are you. Just Someone a- has to bring home the dough. Yeah, except you're just on a different campus, so. Yeah, I'm on two different campuses. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I was looking back through my notes and I found a note from October of 2020 where I was first brainstorming podcast name ideas okay do you want to hear them yes okay crush course that one's not bad actually click date Eh. let's shake a deal where did that even come from i don't know you are what you sweet where did that come from too i don't know (laughs) i feel like you're coming up with podcast names but not for this podcast because i think i was still like unsure of exactly what it would be about i knew that it would be about Things that we do together, and I think some of these are just, we. one of the things that we love to do is go get ice cream or snacks together. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like a Food Network podcast. Especially some of these next ones. Slant rhymes and snack times. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is the Ice Cream Alliance. The next one is the Snack Time Confederation. Okay. Better with snacks. True. Team Pastime, and thanks for participating. And I think... The reason why I settled with thanks for participating was because the rest of them just sucked (laughs) (laughs) and were just like hard to fit into what we wanted the show to be. Whereas thanks for participating, not super creative, but at least it was like moldable enough to like fit, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I remember also one idea that I think I might have had or it might have been when I sent it into a Discord server that I was in. They came up with love at first try and I like ran all of these through searches to see if anyone else had taken these names as, as a podcast and love at first try was a published podcast that was very erotic. And I was like, Woo! probably best if we just steer clear of that yeah. uh, and don't associate with that brand. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, I think we should take a minute to chime in on Cookie Wars. Okay. So, uh, as one of our, so I don't know, for our listeners who aren't in Utah, there's a massive Cookie Wars going on. So, Crumble is probably the cookie place from Utah that you've heard of, because that's the only one that's in all 50 states. Um, and it started here in Orem, I think, right? I have no Um, idea. uh, Anyways, it, it basically started where we... Where we're living. But the thing is, Crumble is not the only, and it wasn't even the first cookie shop here in Utah County. There is Chip, Crave, uh, what's that one? Dirty Dough, Goodly Cookies. I don't know. There's a lot of them down here. But the big thing that's happening right now is that Crumble has sued Dirty Dough and Crave because they claim that they are stealing their trademark or whatever and they also said that they they also said that like the dirty dough people i think create uh toured the crumble factory and then like stole all their ideas oh and the other thing 
they said is that um, they stole their business model uh, with like how they have like the rotating different flavors of cookies because apparently they have a trademark on changing flavors. But anyways, I think you can tell how I feel about uh, the cookie wars, but Chip has always been my favorite. They're not getting sued right now. As a fun plot twist, Chip did come out and say that Crumble actually toured Chip's facilities and copied all of uh, and stole some ideas from them while they were touring uh, their facilities. So it's just been a real knockdown drag out fight in the uh, papers right now. And, you know, I'm here for some drama. So we had to try the cookies. And you know what? I'm here to tell you Crumble is not that good. What are your thoughts, babe? Um, I think that it's a very weird lawsuit and of the cookie shops around crumble's probably my second least favorite what's your least favorite probably dirty dough okay it wasn't as good so before the lawsuit we had only ever been to chip and crumble right right um and chip was like hands down our favorite um they make this biscoff cookie um uh, that is just incredible especially fresh and you like oh. break it open and it's like liquid cookie butter, warm and oh, so good. Oh, it is. It is the best. And I've had Crumble's cookie butter. Pairs so nicely with ice cream. Oh, it does. And Crumble's cookie butter cookie is like not nearly as good as Chip's. But um, what's funny is Crumble's signature cookie at the time was the pink sugar, like frosted cookie. Oh, right. And w- one of the other cookie companies made that and crumble included that as part of their lawsuit i think turns out that swig was going to counter sue because swig had the pink frosted cookie and swig had been around long before crumble was a thing and their uh, pink sugar frosted cookies were identical recipes oh wow and so since then crumble has actually taken the pink cookie off their menu oh no way yeah so, Swig, for those of you who aren't from Utah, is a soda shop. They make sodas with a bunch of different, like, flavor pumps in them. But they're also known for having good cookies. Um, and those sugar cookies are one of them. So, since since Cookie Wars broke out, you know, we had to try the different cookies. So, we went to Dirty Dough first. And, you know, I, I admire Dirty Dough's tenacity in fighting this lawsuit, they've been real sassy about it, and I think that's hilarious. I think they bought billboards um, along I-15, just like with really sassy things on there, like kind of making fun of the lawsuit. And so I'm like, "Cookie's so good, the competition sued us or something." Yeah, like. yeah, exactly like that. And so uh, we tried them, and while I admire their marketing campaign, I am sad to report that their cookies aren't that good. But we. They just opened up a crave shop at the university that Josh works at. and Right in the library. Yes. Like, and those were really good. I was... I must... I was telling Sid that them opening up that little counter in the lobby, like the main floor of the library, is conveniently inconvenient for me. Because... Well, one, uh, I did not know, because I've never been to another crave location. I don't know if this is specific to to the one on the university campus or if it's all the ones, but it's kind of a mix between a cookie shop and a soda shop because they have two menus, one with like the gourmet cookies that are pretty similar to chip, but also a drink, like novelty drink menus with different sodas and different, you know, add-ins and flavors and stuff, very similar to Fizz or Sodalicious or Swig. Um, 
And so you put those together, it's like the home run package for uh, for the Utah market. And since I'm going to that campus every day to do tutoring um, appointments, going to be really hard not to pick up a drink passing by that counter to like then go in uh, to uh, spend several hours tutoring. Yeah. I think my final words on Cookie Wars are that it is a shame that Crumble is the Utah cookie company that has successfully franchised across the country and not Chip. I don't know. I think Crave is a little bit higher up there for me. Really? I Okay. If we're talking cookie quality, I would say Crave and Chip are about equal. Um, I think I'm partial to Chip just because it was like the OG for me, you know? Plus that cookie butter cookie is incredible. Yes. I will concede that... Crave didn't have a cookie butter cookie on their menu, um, but they had. We tried four Crave cookies tonight. One of them was just the gourmet chocolate chip, which Sid really likes, but I don't like. It's just it's too sweet and rich for me. Um, their other one was a brownie cookie, which was a little bit better, but still pretty rich. Oh, that one was my favorite. But then there's two other ones that I really, really loved. Probably better than any cookie I've had from Chip. One of them was a red velvet cookie sandwich with cream cheese frosting and white chocolate chips in the middle. Very delicious. And the other one was a butterscotch caramel cookie dough cookie with some kind of like topping frosting on the top that was very like uh, smooth and not too sweet, but like... um, I don't know. I'll have to look at the menu. It's just too much frosting. I know. It's, for some reason, Sid does not like icing or frosting. That's one of the reasons why she doesn't like cake. Um, it's one of the reasons. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But I think that yeah, cra- the reason, like, because their cookies were really, really high up there, and they also do the novelty sodas, I think Crave has, like, the edge uh, over Chip for me. Because Chip only, the only drink that Chip sells is bottles of milk yeah i will give crave the variety they do have that one but there there you have it well is there anything else you want to let's just talk about wars in general wars in general oh Uh, how do you feel about the u.s national defense budget just kidding (laughs) oh wow this is getting real real deep it is too late for that here's another hot topic who's been your favorite guest that we've had on the podcast I don't <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I don't pick favorites. Sorry. Yeah, me either. Um here's another question. Um or a couple I guess a couple questions. Looking to the podcasting in the future, what is something that you like knowing what you considering what you know now that you didn't know when you started, what would you want to implement or do differently in the next 2 years of podcasting? I think consistency, just figuring out like a formula that works for us and like recording times um yeah just doing it more often i guess what about you um when we started we had it's along the same lines as what you said when we started we had the goal to release an episode twice a month but what we would do is we would try to come up like brainstorm what can we talk about on the podcast this week that week before we record then we would try to make sure that we watch it or do it like do something that we can talk about and then record it and then episode and re- record the episode and release it all within a week. And we maintained that for like three or four episodes before we like 
weren't able to come up with an episode uh, quick enough or trying to schedule it out. And so then when we came, when we started season two, after we had the lapse from August to March, when we started recording, uh, we made an Excel sheet uh, or a Google Google sheet. Google Sheets. Uh, it's a sheet on the computer. <laughs> where we scheduled, we like had a huge bank of ideas for episodes that we could record and then we would just drag and drop into a schedule for which weeks we could do and that made it really easy for well we know what we're gonna do for the podcast this week we don't need to think about it now we just need to think about when we're gonna record and that made it so it was we were way more consistent uh still it was difficult finding time to record uh when our schedules got busy or things would happen or we were out of town for the weekend and so I guess the the last obstacle to overcome from now on is trying to be more consistent with a time to record with our busy schedules. Yeah, and the problem is that I am in probably my hardest semester of school right now. So my hardest year of school right now. So that consistency is still going to be hard over the next couple of months, but hopefully we can push through. Okay. Do you like when we record with guests? Yes. So do you think as we continue, we should try to reach out and get more guests to come on the show with us? Yes. I agree. I think it's that was also one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast was because I felt like it would be a good way to meet people by reaching out and having people guest on our podcast and meeting them that way, but also crossing our fingers that people would listen to our show and reach out and like kind of build a community that way um, that we could make friends through releasing our podcast episodes. Yeah. And you have made a lot of friends through podcasting. We have. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to start wrapping it up. Oh, um, is it okay if I talk, bring up one more thing? Yes. I just wanted to bring up one other type of episode that I've really enjoyed is uh, the episodes on our trips that we've done. Oh, yeah. To Hawaii, to Mesa Verde, to Nashville, to New York. Those are always some of my favorites. Just one, because I love traveling with you so much but then i feel like podcasting and just recording us talking about and reflecting on those trips is a way easier way to scrapbook those memories than printing out the pictures putting them all together and because let's be honest neither of us is going to print out the pictures and put them together (laughs) and like write the descriptions or anything yeah no i mean maybe i'd throw it in a shutterfly book but then the shutterfly books cost like 50 bucks so but I think like that aspect of uh, of our relationship is something I wish endures like forever, regardless of how long we actually keep publishing this podcast. I think like even if at some point we decide, thanks for participating, has had a you know a good run. We're going to stop releasing episodes. I hope that we still record us discussing trips and adventures and stuff we go on. For the same reason, for us to listen back to, um, for you know, uh, nostalgic purposes, uh, for our kids to listen to one day, it would be really fun when we have kids and we go on family vacations to record record um, audio as a whole family talking about it. Yeah, I think it's just going to be the way that we're going to have to document the things in our lives because we're not going to do it otherwise because we're so busy. But if we can just sit down and like talk about it and just turn on a microphone 
It makes it really easy, and then those memories are there forever. All right. Well, this has been our reflection capsule clip episode of Thanks for Participating. I have been Sydney, and he has been Josh. If you have any questions um, for us about uh, how we've done the podcast, behind the scenes, that you would like answered about episodes that we've done, you can send it to our email. Uh, We always read messages that come through. And uh, maybe we will discuss any or answer any questions uh, in future episodes. Okay, here's the thing. All my notes are just uh, all my notes are just shopping lists. And I know I've like saved it in a note before and I can't find it. Well, if you just go to the email, I, I always email it to you. So if you just go to an email and pull it up. Remember how we talked about how I try to keep my email inbox clean? Freaking heck. And remember when I said this is the reason why you shouldn't do that so that in the future... When you need to look back to find an email. Okay, here's the thing, though. At one point, I had like five versions of the notes that you sent me saved in my notes. And I never deleted them because I don't clean out my notes. So I don't know. I don't know where they went. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, you can find us on Instagram at Josh underscore is underscore rich and at dip your chicken. You can find the podcast on Instagram at TFP underscore pod and Twitter at TFP underscore show. If you have any feedback or episode suggestions, please send us an email at participating.podcast, like Josh was just saying. We do check it very frequently. At gmail.com. Yes, at gmail.com. We do check it very frequently, and we would love to hear from you. Please also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a five stars. The cover art is by Vaishon Brandon at Vaishon Designs on Instagram, and music is by Mitch Fry at Firefry underscore on Instagram, or you can find him at Mitch Fry Music on YouTube. You can also find our podcast store in the show notes. We got some awesome merch up there for you featuring Sage the Dog, our unofficial mascot. Our officially unofficial mascot. Yes. And you know what? She's dang cute. So you want that shirt. Any other thoughts? To die would be an awfully good adventure. Good grief, babe. (laughs) That was dark. (laughs) It's from Peter Pan. Okay. That's what Peter Pan in the that one live action Peter Pan always says. In Hook? No, in the, not the one with Robin Williams, the one with uh, Jason Isaacs as Captain Hook. I don't think I've seen that. And the guy from the Sasquatch gang as Peter Pan. Okay. We said that to our list. I guess so. Well, everybody, thanks for participating. And thanks for not being a diddly whacker flacker smacker. Well, that was a choice that you made. As, as CJ would say, well, that was a new sentence. <laughs> yes, it was. All right, bye. Bye.